Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger. Today is Saturday, July 8th, 2017. This is episode 17, The Audition Process, Part 3, The Audition. The first two episodes that I did on the audition process dealt with items that you can take care of prior to the day of the audition as well as the items that you're going to take care of on the day of the audition. Now we are at the audition. And what I mean by that is you are now about to enter the room. I have known so many students who do not know how to audition appropriately once they get into the room. There are certain things that we can control and things that are out of our control. And I've mentioned that in some previous episodes. And let's just deal with the things that are out of our control in an audition room. We have no control over the acoustics of the room particularly if you have never been in that room in your life. And you will quickly find out how lively the sound is in the room within the first few seconds after you start playing. To that end, you might want to ask before entering the room if it's possible that you can play a note or two or sing a note or two before actually auditioning, just to understand the acoustics of the room. You also have no control over the judges. So don't worry about them. I know that that's easier said than done. You don't have any control over this, those people. You don't know who's going to be in there. You don't know what they are like, and if you do happen to walk into a room where you do recognize someone, again, same thing. Remember, that person is there to evaluate you. We also have no control over a moderator. Now, in most music auditions, there's someone who's going to be taking you into the room. Person may or may not be a judge. Regardless, that person's personality can range. It might be somebody who's very warm and caring and supportive, but it might be somebody who's very cut and dry and is just moving the students along like they're cattle and doesn't really care too much about the student's well-being as important as it is for them to keep the room moving along. So you have to understand that the instructor that you've been working with might be completely different than that moderator. These are things that a lot of people don't take into consideration. Now, once you're actually in the room, you should certainly know at this point what they're going to be asking you to do. If you take a typical audition for most 
instruments in most states in the United States. A typical audition tends to have a solo, which is often a solo that's the same piece of music that's played by all the instruments in that particular room, something that's been assigned in advance that you've been working very hard on. The instrument will also do a number of scales, as well as the possibility of doing some sight reading. You should already know in advance what the system is going to be to assess each of those three areas. But I have known situations before where things are asked that are not supposed to actually be asked in the audition and students actually get overwhelmed or scared to say something to a moderator about the actual material that's being asked. Remember, this is your audition. You earned the right to audition and you're saying something about the audition itself is not going to hurt your score in any type of way. So ask questions if something seems off, if something seems incorrect. I remember years ago, there was a flute room in which there was a judge that took over the scale portion of the room. And what I mean by that is that judge decided on what the scales were going to be. Well, here was the problem. The judge picked scales that were not supposed to be asked for that audition. This happened to be a junior high audition, and the scales that were being asked were ones that should have been asked only in a high school type of setting. And it took about three or four students before this error was caught. And they had to start the auditions all over again. Thankfully, they were able to flag down all the students who had auditions before that time. When the solo's being asked, often things like cadenzas are not supposed to be asked because a cadenza could have a different interpretation for everyone. I've seen situations where the cadenza is marked off. Again, could be an inexperienced judge that's in the room that makes such a decision, or perhaps there's, an, there's a note that is out of the instrument's expected range for the audition. These are questions that should be asked in the room. And the best way to do it is to kind of whisper in the person's ear. Now, one of the other issues with being in an audition situation is whether the judges are or are not going to be able to see you. Now, if the judging panel is able to see everyone, then that's the way they choose to do things and that's within their right. But 
if it's a blind audition, you want to make sure to preserve your identity. You want to make sure that that moderator that you speak to, I would whisper in his or her ear everything. And if you need to even leave the room, do so to have that conversation as to not give away anything about you. I've even told students before not to wear any apparel that has the name of their town or their school on it because judges sometimes can get bored. They can look in the reflection of a window and they might be able to actually see part of you. They might be able to see that your shirt says the name of your town or what have you. So these are all the different things to keep in mind when you're in there for your audition. Now, in terms of the performance aspect of it, while I'm not going to get into too many details because I want to throw a lot of things out there that people don't think of. But you certainly want to take a nice deep breath before you start. When we get nervous, our breathing is affected. Take a nice deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. It will relax your entire system. And if you're doing something like scales or sight reading or a solo, whatever it is, once you know what you have to do, perhaps you want to take a few seconds to just quickly go through the fingerings, maybe just blow a little bit of air into your instrument, and then give it a go. Remember, you only have one chance. And if you do make that mistake and you want to do it over again, you have a second chance at the most. Once you get into third and fourth chances, your score is going to rapidly fall. So hopefully these particular tips for being in the audition room can be helpful. I understand that I have not covered everything that a student should do in an audition room, but the goal here is to give you ideas of things that you may have never thought of before. And hopefully you can incorporate these into your future auditions and again, apply them in so some type of way to an interview process as well.